can I say? Mamba out. And we are back. Welcome back to the Fifth and Dribble Podcast. You're sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. Locke, what's good, my guy? How are you? Hello, Matthew, and hello to all the sons out there. Hello to all the sons. Your fathers are proud of you, and they're also proud of their championship trophies. <laughs> um, but we're not talking oval ball. <laughs> so happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to me. It's fucking Friday Eve, as we so affectionately love to call it. How's your week been, my guy? You doing all right? It's been all right, man. It's been good. We're getting there. It was a dusty start to the week for those that tuned in to the Tuesday show. Yep. Short week at work, but we're slowly getting there. Slowly getting there. But yeah, your voice sounds much better this this episode. That's for sure. You just gave out at work on Tuesday. Did it? You just couldn't yeah. talk? I was talking to, no come to me. somebody. It was after I'd just been talking in this meeting and I was talking to my boss after. And then I just opened my mouth and for like 20 seconds, no sounds came out. And I was just like making the mood, like my mouth was moving as far as speaking. Not even just like, rah, rah, rah. like nothing was coming out. That was playing in the head. Like, I was playing in the head. <laughs> and I just was like, yeah, it just kept going. And she was like, are you okay? And I was just like, no. No. <laughs> I just, my head, she threw me some strepsils and I bit down on the mouth guard. I got back in the game. Very good. We like that. We like that. Maybe the Eels will do the same next year. They'll bite down the mouth guard yeah, and get back we'll in the see. game. We'll see. We'll see. Because <laughs> they've definitely got la, 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 in their heads fucking <laughs> permanently. Right, they've got one four on a loop in their head. They, yeah, they do. They do. One four with the faces of Jerome Luai and uh, Brian Toto. Yeah. Unlucky. Unlucky Usos. Um, but as I said, it is not overball. It's round ball. We're moving. It's we're into the dribble part of the year of fifth and dribble, and uh, we are excited to be here. So today, we're going to get into our over-unders for the Western Conference. Today on episode 114, <laughs> creeping up there, bro. Where did those last, you know, two weeks go? Yeah, the triple digits, I know, 100 to now. We've just been in the grind right now. Absolute grind house, bro. But while we're grinding, we're praying to our gods, so let's pray. Praise be. Onto the cover AU, head there for all things articles, sport related and semi non sport related. We're going to get a little pop culture up in that bitch as well. Um, head there also to their socials, to their Instagrams for all great graphics, videos, your latest in sports media. We are there. We're about it. Praise be unto the doc guy, the socials guy, and the Sherpa who we miss on a Friday Eve. Praise be our men. Uh, Man, I will say, speaking of the Sherpa, for those that are into the round ball, we're going to be doing a Sherpa-centered segment, I think, on our Tuesday shows. Sherpa Chronicles, are you smarter than a Sherpa? There's going to be a a bunch of things. He doesn't know basketball, and judging by his takes the last few weeks, doesn't know NRL anyway, but we let that one slide. We let it go. We let it go. Um, But he really does not know basketball, and we're going to be having some assignments for him to do. You can do some homework and you guys are going to send in some questions and we're going to try and stump a Sherpa and we're going to see, are you, sh- are you smarter than a Sherpa? I almost said, are you smarter than a Sherpa? Smarter than a Sherpa. That should be the segment name. That should be. Smarter than a Sherpa. Smarter than a Sherpa. Sh- nah, keep the Sherpa. Smarter than a Sherpa. Smarter than a Sherpa. Okay, good. I love that when we ad-lib that shit on the show. Um, too many sh- It's all free. How do people get this for free? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't this know. Is like when people just post some feet pics for free. What are you doing? Like, just, <laughs> just cash in, baby. I do have – actually, I have a story about that. So friend of the show, uh, I don't even have a nickname for her, so I'll just call her by her name, Nat. Uh, friend of the show, Nat, she um, was out 
with a, f- a few friends of hers and uh, this random guy added her friend on Instagram and was just like, hey, I'm your sugar daddy. Here's some money. Send me your bank details and here's some money. She was like, oh, what's the fucking worst that could happen? So she sent her bank details and got 150 bucks from this guy randomly. So he said like, it, it, she did like pay ID. So she sent her like mobile number, which yeah. is already red hot enough as it is. You know, he's sending your mobile number to a random guy. Anyway, she sent him a, he sent her 150 bucks. She was like, sweet, there's a few rounds of drinks. Took a photo of Nat's foot and said, can my friend get $20 as well? Boom, another 50 comes through. Oh. Blocked the number straight away. Was out of got 200 bucks out of this man and left just mate, that is who's got mate i'll show him my fucking gangly little toes if he wants to throw some money <laughs> no you'd be paying people to show you do, do you reckon right? you could tell like legit like if, if a guy maybe like a slight gentleman like yourself if they like shaved their, shaved their foot no no i've got i've got manky ass toes bro actually you do have seen i have manky toes and i blame ella for that i had I had good feet until I met her, and then I blame her. So, mm. Well, that sucking on him does that too. That's a no. It's not that, but that's a story for another day. But um, yeah, I really do you think if you have like a slight man, I can if you have a slight man, you could do it. Like a small, mm. like a guy with a small foot. I've honestly thought about getting around in uh, like getting. Oh, this is fucking weird. For this is real Thursday pod shit right here. I've thought about getting around in like I don't know women's socks or maybe other garments and then selling them and see if I can make some, uh, make some dollars doing that. Is this extremely <laughs> likely? I've not heard this before. <laughs> I had a housemate once that um, sold, sold their picks. garments. Sold feet pics. Oh, feet pics. Oh, before I knew them, before I knew them. See, I was trying to get Ella to do it over COVID. Times were tough, bro. And I was saying, like, that was when uh, OF was in its prime. Is that what they don't pay our bills? I remember, and she was like, Well, why don't you do it? And you're like, No one's fucking paying me. No one's paying me for my feet picks, bro. Yeah. So, you know, she could have put hers up and it would have been fine. But yeah, she wasn't about it. She got a, she got cold feet per se, um, and uh, didn't want to do it. So, I do appreciate, I do appreciate a snap with an accidental foot in it. You said one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think had it just captured your, the snap. Had, delicious. Had both of your feet in it. And I was like, oh, I did not need to see this in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's, it is what it is. It is what it is. I do not have uh, appealing feet and I'm aware of it. But let's maybe tangent back. Uh, my week's been good. Thanks for asking, by the way. Go fuck yourself. Didn't ask, don't care. I know you don't care. Um, so, round ball. We're here. It's NBA season. Um, I actually watched a little preseason today. Saw Zion play. Oh, man. All Did you hook league pass up? On Zion. Um, look, we're still hooked up until the 12th. I then have to renew the plan. So, you know, checking, savings, doing all the things through offshore accounts in Turkey, um, to get those savings, and it's just kind of fucking around. So the VPN is fine. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, that you should know. Go you on to do do, do, do some research. Get your, your own Sherpa because whoever's out here paying 180 Australian dollars for NBA League Pass is just a schmuck. I must say, that's not even that bad of a price. I was talking to someone about this today. I was like, you get every game, like NBA TV, you get all, like a whole lot of historic games, you get this, that, and I, how much is that? Like, and I was like 180 a year or whatever it is now. Like, that's pretty good. I was like, it actually is not bad. It's just that if so, if you can get it cheaper, you want to. If I can get it for 36, 
I'm going to get it for 36. No, we'll get it for 36, but, you know, maybe if... I'm a cheap some, man, all right? I'm Ryan Madison out here. For, uh, I'll take, I'll take a three-week We spoke about this off-air, but this Ryan Madison thing is cooked, and, like, everything that dude does is about the moolah. It is. It is it's about the cabbage. And you know what? I kind of respect that. We we jokingly, this is a, this would have been a couple of months ago, we're at the Piss King's place and we were watching a Neos game and calling him rat and things like that and making fun of him. Someone goes, why are you doing that? And we're like, oh, he left the Tigers for more money, did this and did that. And they're like, oh, so what, you wouldn't do it? I was like, yes, I am also a rat, but I'm also <laughs> calling him a rat. <laughs> I am also a part of the rat family. Yes, I would, and I would probably do what he did. I get three weeks off and I keep four grand. Like that's yeah. a good holiday, four grand. That is, that's, yeah, that's a good holiday. So he can stay in the goalie for another three weeks. Yeah, you can buy a lot grand. of baby oil for those arms. <laughs> I don't know if you could buy enough baby oil for those arms. Oh my so. goodness. It's like Lance Franklin just oiled. Yeah, oiled up at all times. All right, but let's get back to, get back to round ball. So what we're going to do. We've got our over-unders, thanks to DraftKings. And we did this last year. We put our teams into tiers and all that kind of stuff. But I think that's going to be its own podcast uh, from there. We'll do tiers and we'll do players and and whatnot who probably had, you know, a fantastic offseason. But we're going to go over-unders on the on the Western Conference today. And maybe, maybe we'll do tier one today. Maybe we'll do like our top four, what we think are going to be our top four locks. All right. Ooh, I, don't be doing, I don't think I've done enough research right now to be doing a top four locks, but <laughs> you'll uh, you'll wing it. You do what you do best. You do what you do best. But we've I also got I'm a bit of question winning. time sprinkled in here. So, as the questions are uh, Minnesota focused, I think we might just wait to cover the Minnesota Timberwolves a little bit later. What do you reckon, my friend? Yeah, we can just, or we can just fucking rip and tear straight into that division. We can rip and tear straight into that division. Let's do it by divisions, all right? So let's head to the northwest, my friend. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into the round ball? No, I think we're good. It'll come up. It will come up. Like all good things do, it'll come up. That's what I try to tell Ella every night, and she still doesn't bite. I'm glad she doesn't bite. Don't use teeth. Um, so the northwest division, the Minnesota Timberwolves have a line, thanks to DraftKings. <laughs> At 48 and a half. Now, need I remind you, Lachlan, their front court is now $430 million square after they re-signed Carl Anthony Towns. They have a starting five of something like D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Jalen or Jaden McDaniels. I can't remember which brother is there. I think a Kogi will sign. Maybe a Kogi. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. And Rudy Gobert. They also signed Kyle Anderson, but he's a bench guy as it is. What do you reckon initially? 48 and a half overall under, my friend. Well, my first question is can their expensive center play offense? And is their expensive power forward out of hospital? Yeah. Two things yeah, I need bro. to know. Two things I need to know. Bro, he got that Dante DiVincenzo sickness. He lost like 19 pounds or something in three weeks. Yeah, not great. I mean, I'm not high on this team anyway. I mean, this combination of Cat and Gobert is going to be internet wildfire. Oh, bro, it is. It is because you've got one that doesn't care and another one that doesn't speak the language. So, like, what are you supposed to do with that? <sighs> it's... I think this might be a dumpster fire of a team. I think they're going to be not only bad, like bad, but they're going to be expensive and bad, which is the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. So that makes me think that you're hinting toward unders, my friend. Yeah, I don't think they're 50, like 48 and a half, happy to round up to 50. I think they're under a 50 win team. 
Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yes, it's hard. Like DraftKings know what they're doing, obviously, but I'm gonna go unders as well. I think <laughs> every line you look at, you go, oh. That seems about up. right. 52. Yeah. This one, you're like, oh, every single one. But I mean, I just not, I'm not high on this team. I think there's a few, there's a few deviators and I think they're going to be one. And I'm looking at another team now um, in a different division that I think will pick up some of those wins that they drop. Yeah. Yeah. So in our questions, as we have touched on it, uh, friend of the show, Big Juicy, has sent through a few questions. And we're going to touch on a few because he's got a lot of Eastern Conference questions. That boy is a Bulls fan at heart, and that's what he's about. So he's got a lot of Eastern Conference questions. We've got other questions that we're going to get to as well. But his first one here is, do we think that Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns are going to mesh well for the season? And if so, can they make it to the playoffs and get out of the first round? Now, you saying it's a dumpster fire, I'm thinking that you think not. I think they can mash. They can. They can mesh. They could also mash. Like they're big they, boys. They, they could can mash. Dunk. They could mash. But I mean, I I feel like they on paper they complement each other really well. Mm. But the game is not played on paper, and I think the mental side of professional sport is so important. And I think that is going to be a holdback. I mean, Cat's mm. had his criticism for years. We've had our criticism of Cat, especially recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think you should have been should looking. I think you should have been looking at who partners Anthony Edwards more than who partners Cat the best. I agree with you. I think they their biggest loss this year was Patrick Beverly. They and they may have picked up Rudy Gobert, but I think Patrick Beverly does more for you in the ability to switch one through three than what Gobert does in his ability to switch four through five. Yeah, and I just like the idea of having guys out the way for Ant. Yeah, let him get in there, do his thing. Um, I think they can definitely mesh, but I mean, in terms of playoffs, I think they might make the playoffs. It wouldn't be the most surprising thing. I think they'll definitely be a play-in team in the West, mm. um, but they might scrape into that seventh or eighth seed. Really, they're not getting out of the first round, mm. and, and they they could blow us away. They could be like a 50, 55 win team, and we're like, <laughs> this is really good. But I just I don't know. <laughs> I think in order to do that, though, they really need to like unlock either Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns. And Rudy Gobert has to challenge for his fourth defensive player of the year and prove that the Timberwolves can be a defensive powerhouse or that he is enough of a defensive powerhouse. An alarming stat that I saw is that last year, the Timberwolves threw five lobs all year. Rudy Gobert finished 87 by himself for the Utah Jazz. So there's definitely going to be some level of offense in there that he can run a pick and roll. Like D'Angelo Russell is actually a very good pick and roll. He's, a, really, I mean, he's, let's, he's a side that I think partners, he's an underrated partner in this, or I think he's, mm. he slides in really well next to Rudy there. He loves looking for other guys and passing like that, but I don't know. I still think like, do you really want it all to run through D'Angelo, Cat, and Gobert? Like, no. I, I would have done everything I could to make this about uh, make this about Ant. I really yeah. was. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, another question that we've got is: Do we believe that Rudy will focus more on the defensive approach now, having the other starters around him being more offensive minded slash efficient, or will he try to carry the torch slash team 
Or will he do what he did in Utah and try to carry the torch slash team? and the question asker okay? Bro, the question asker, I, I don't know. I was trying to make that as literate as possible and it was fucking tough. Yeah. So is he going to carry the torch, off- torch offensively? No, because he's not an offensive-minded guy. Yes, he'll average his, I mean, maybe 14 points a game, but I reckon he'll average more rebounds than he does points this year. And yeah. B... Yes, I do think he'll take on the defensive approach because he's like we just touched on three very gifted offensive players and D'Angelo Russell, who's a fantastic spot up shooter. Uh Anthony Edwards, who is fucking just lightning in the bottle in the form of a twenty two year old, and Carl Anthony Towns, who is the most well rounded, offensively efficient football uh, footballer, basketballer we have seen. In, for a big man. Like, as a big man, ever. He just doesn't shoot the ball enough. Yeah. So, uh, carry on to what I've missed out. I think the question of, is the guy who's won three depoys and can only play defense, is he going to be a defensor, defender this year? Yeah, I think he probably might be. I yeah, think to bet possibly. A bit of money on that one. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit confused by the question, frankly. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, he'll be a defender. Um, I I think he doesn't have a lot of good defenders around him. If a Koji starts, who I really like him, really high on him. Yep, there's a Koji, a Kogi. I don't know how you say it, but I really like him. The Nigerian Prince. I think yeah, I think he's another really good defender there. And as you said, you've got three offensive guys going ham. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to be enough. Do guys take it? Does Cat take it even easier on defense if that's possible? Does Delo take it easier if that's possible? Like mm. Ant's locked in, but sometimes we saw in the play in there. He didn't make a good decision there at the end. Mm. Um, he's still young. That's going to happen. Like, you learn this defensive stuff. Like, defense is experience. Like, all this stuff is experience for him. I just don't think it's going to be enough, really. Like, when you got other guys getting torched, looking, do you already have a you already have a big man in Cat who you you can't really keep out there um, against smaller guys? Yep. Having a center out there. I would have liked to see them go for maybe – like a pick and roll undersized center, some springy feet. I don't really know who that would be. Like, I know not him, but maybe like in the Capella mold. Like a Damian Jones or something. Yeah, like something like that. Where I think you could like you could get some good value. Cheap there. money, like, bro. That he handled a lot, a lot of the dirty work, a lot, a lot of the dirty work, the defensive stuff, doesn't want to score. But I don't know. Just I, I know Gobert does that, but it's just the price you paid for Gobert. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't work. They're in trouble because you're not going to have a chance to put stuff next to Ed. And the amount of stuff that they gave up as well, like draft capital wise Absolutely. and all that kind of oh, stuff. Like it's so just... bad. I mean, this is going to be one we look back on all the time. Yeah, hundred percent it will be. I've got the Munders as well. Um, yeah, let's just Munders. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know if they. Oh, Eighty-two game season. Yeah, I don't know if they win more than forty-four games. I've got them a few under. Because um, okay. you think about it, right? They're going to have to beat Denver four times. They're going to have to beat Portland four times. I don't know if they'll do that because they're, they're really struggling in the guard play. And then, you know, Gobert's a good defender and everything, but yeah, when, and then, and then, yeah, you're right. when then Jokic you're starts to come out and play like a guard, like he's fucked. Yeah, 48 is is like is a pretty good record for what, what they're predicted to be fifth in the West. Seventh? Seventh. Seventh. Fucking hell. They reckon- Tied fifth. They reckon it's going to take 45. I guess that's 500. That makes sense. Mm, mm. 45 to get into the playoffs. 
Yeah, and I don't even I don't even know if this one to like I don't I, think, I think this one to six, fifteen is the way it's going to sit either. I don't think it is. I think there's a couple of there's probably two teams that I think under them that'll finish above them, um, possibly a third. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to it. So let's go next. The Denver Nuggets. We did just mention them. Now their over under is at forty nine and a half. I am going to go first here, and I'm going to take the I'm going to take the overs. What was their what was their win total last year? That's a great question. Um, I wish the Sherpa was here so that I could transition this even better. However, I'm doing it myself. I'm getting it up, and they last year were. 48 and 34. So I'm going to take massive overs. Yeah, I think they're going to improve heaps. Because you got nine games out of Jamal Murray and you got similar amount of games from Michael Porter Jr. Even if you get half of a Michael Porter Jr. for 60 games and if you get, (laughs) you know, um, 70% of a Jamal Murray for his full 80 games, they're going to win 55 plus. Mm. I'm saying it now. Yeah, They'll win 55 games. I think I think they're going to rise even more. Just all we said last year was they just need a little bit of help. And I like a few of the additions they made. Like yep. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan's okay. He's a bit washed, but like on the minimum. KCP as well. I didn't mind. Like just guys, like he contributes to winning KCP. Say what one, you that, about him. one that we don't have in this document that we've got here, sorry, is Bruce Brown as well. Yeah. Bruce Brown is a is an effort guy. He's a, you know. Him and Josh Hart are made from the same fucking shit. I think so, that's I think that's the type of people you need to put around Jokic anyway. Huge, hugeness to put around Jokic. So I agree with you. I like their I like the acquisitions. I like the fact that they've you know given Jokic an NBA record contract. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got I've got huge overs with Denver, and I've got them a lock for the top four in the West. I'm saying it now. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look on a play-up. I'm looking at where they think, like, the division winners. Mm-hmm. Wow, Denver's paying $19 to win. The division? No, 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 the, um, the, the conference. NBA, sorry. Oh, the championship. Yeah, look, I've got the I've got them pretty high. Um, I think that they're – let me see if I can guess the teams above them. So Golden State. <clears throat> First. Boston. Uh, third. Uh, Milwaukee. Second. The Clippers. Fifth. Well, what are they? What are, So I've got... Oh, who else is up there? Oh, so Denver, sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The tenth. The tenth? Yeah. So you've got what you guess Golden State, the Bucks, Boston, Clippers. You guess four of the... the 76ers? Uh, yep. They're paying $14. Miami? Yep, paying $16. Um... Dallas? Nah, Dallas are paying 21. They're under the Nuggets, just the next spot. Yeah, right. Who am I missing? It must be Eastern Conference teams. Yeah. Cleveland? So the Nets, are pa- Nets are paying $8. Yeah. Suns are paying $10. And the oh, Lakers the are the Nuggets paying $17. No, I'll be taking the Nuggets well above crazy. the Lakers. I'll be taking the Nuggets well above the Lakers. Um, I did pretty good though. Six out of six that was out pretty of good. Games. That was pretty. That was alright. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got Nuggets way over, and I've got Nuggets competing for a championship. Um, they're, they're, they're such short odds to win the division. Really, paying one sixty five. 
Yeah, see, that makes sense because I think I honestly think they're going to go like 14 and 2 in their division. And the two games they might lose is one to the Timberwolves that they might play in a back to back and one to Portland. Yeah, I reckon they drop a weird one. Hey, Portland was yeah. my guess. I did just drop one. Like, yeah. Um, Yusuf Nurkic loves playing against um, Denver. Oh, bro, he loves doing the 20 and 20 yeah. against Denver. This is good. I'm, I'm going to keep this futures market up. This is some, get some decent value on some of these teams here if you like them. Bro, that's a play-up. Play-up always gives you decent value. You know the vibes. All right, let's keep moving in the division unless you've got anything more to say about Denver except for, you know, fuck Denver. How much is Yoki's going to have to average for him to fucking get a third MVP? He'll have to average like 100. Yeah, he won't do it. He had like the statistical best season of any player not named Wilk Chamberlain last year. I always like these years when you know there's going to be a new um, MVP. I don't think it'll be new, though. I think it'll be recycled. I think it'll be Giannis. Okay. I, I'm all in on either Giannis or yeah. Luca. Okay, Gian- Giannis, I just brought these up now. Giannis is paying $7 to win. He's the third. Mm. I think that's some good value, $7 for you. That is some good value. Who's who's hanging around the $15 mark? Because that's what Jokic was last year and he won it. Okay, thirteen dollars is Ja Morant. Fourteen is Steph. Ja Morant, I have as a dark horse. Yeah, Ja Morant. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, would be some good value, and we might have to talk a little bit of pennies off air on this one. (laughs) Who paying twenty three dollars? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I like the sound of that. You could see it, couldn't you? You could see him. You could see him leading the team to like a second or third seed. I don't the back to backs worry me because and and we'll get to it when we get to the Southwest Division. But if Luka Doncic somehow gets his team to fifty five plus wins, the MVP's his. Well he's the without favorite. fucking he's question. He's the favorite. Yeah. Without fucking question. If he gets his team to fifty five plus wins, he's the MVP is his and you can fucking take that to the bank. Take that to the bank. Anyway, before we get too deep in the MVP chat and the award chat, we'll have a whole award show. We'll get deeper into that. Just stay on the divisions page for me. Let's push back to Northwest. We've got the Portland Trailblazers. Now, I am still questionable as to how I feel about Portland's offseason was. They have an oval underline of 39 and a half. Um, where do you think that they're going to go with this? Do you think they'll be overs or unders? Well, without checking, do you know how many they won last year? I've got um, it up. I'm just asking. I think they won about 34 last year. They won 27 games last year. Oh, wow. Do you think they're 12, they're 13 games better than, than they are last yes. year? Yes. Yes, and that's okay. because Damian Lillard only played like 30 games last year. That's if he, if he plays that... 80 games, they win 35 minimum. Minimum. And that's not that's not even to, to put into account. I've got them overs. That's not even to put into account how, how much I think they're – I don't think their roster improved. I think their roster got deeper. So what I mean by that is that Anthony Simons is going to give you the same points as what CJ McCollum was giving you. He's just a little bit younger. Josh Hart is a much better well-rounded player. A, a signing like um, Jeremy Grant is is underrated. He's a good three, four, uh, you know, potential five if you absolutely need him. Um, Shaden Sharp I forgot coming about Grant, in. Actually. Um, Gary Payton the second is going to do a lot for their defense as well. 
Um, I just, I like a lot of the little things that they did. Yes, they lack some size. Yes, they're going to lack in some rebounding, but I think that they've got enough scoring and wing depth to win more than 30, 39 and a half games. I don't know if it's going to be by much, but I would almost put money on the fact that they'll have more wins than the Lakers this year. Yeah, look, 30, 39 sounds like a lot. They probably are at least 10 games better, but I just think some of these top teams are going to steal some wins, man. Like some of these top teams, but spoiler alert for when we get to the Pacific Division, but the the they reckon the division winners only going to have 52 wins. No, I reckon they're going to – I reckon we're going to get close to a 60-win team this year. Mm, mm, I reckon I think so down too. The, I think down the bottom is going to be tough. And those wins got to come from somewhere, and I mean – I'm looking at the Blazers' depth chart right now, and their starting five is really good, man. Like, as you said, D'Lil, Simons, Hart, Grant, Nurkic, like that that can hang with plenty of fives in the league. Mm. And then it's when you start to get to some of the backups. You've got, like, Gary Payton, Nazir Little, Shaden Sharp, Justice Winslow. Don't you dare disrespect like, Justice Winslow. I mean, I, I, you know I love Justice Winslow. Everyone that listens knows I love Justice, but, I mean, that's – that's a massive drop off. If you have two or three guys out for a little bit, mm. especially in the big man spot, I yeah, think, they need a they need another big. I would like to see someone like Boogie Cousins get picked up by them. Yeah, I, I think, think that's that, a good pickup. Like, like Nurkic is extremely durable from what we've seen, but if he is out, Jeremy Grant's going to be starting center, and Justice Winslow is probably a power forward, or Greg Brown the third. Who they dropped? Yeah, last like year. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know about that. Like Keon Johnson's okay. Shaden Sharp looks to be a good young player, but mm. this their depth just worries me. And forty wins is in this West going to be tough, man. I think in both conferences is going to be tough, but especially in the West. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but no, I've got them. I think I've got them about there. I think that you know they could steal games from from the Pellies, from the Lakers. Um, I don't think they'll drop many to the Kings, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Spurs. I can see them stealing a game from the from the top teams on a on an odd night. Like you know, the you know the Mavericks could drop one, the Grizzlies could drop one. Like any anything is is completely possible. I think this is one of my bogey teams that like I don't, I really just don't know. But I do think that they're above forty, so I'm going to take them on the overs. I'm going to nah, take them get on them the on, get them on get them unders for me. I don't like it. You don't like it. All right, all right. You don't like it. Um, okay. Moving on, uh, we've got the Utah Jazz. Now, we don't, don't need to spend a lot of time on some of these lower teams, I don't think. The uh, the Jazz obviously traded away their two cornerstone pieces in uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers and to Minnesota Timbles with Rudy Gobert. They've got a lot of good depth back. They've recently traded away... Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Bojan, Bojan Bogdanovich. I always get the Bogdanoviches mixed up. They recently traded away Bojan Bogdanovich and got Kelly Olynyk in return uh, and a draft pick. Um, they've got a lot of mismatch guys. Like they got, you know, they've got a lot of really good fringe guys in like Jared Vanderbilt, Michael Beasley, um, Taylor Horton Tucker, Walker Kessler. Like a lot of young guys. I just, what is doing? You know, I kind of like this team. I you like do. it more than Donovan and we go there. I look wow. at the depth now, man. Like, I mean, the, the starting point guard's a bit shaky because you, you have some combination of like Conley, Sexton, and Clarkson. Conley um, won't be there after Christmas. Yeah, I don't think he will be either. Alexander, and 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 that in itself is why 
I'm probably going to go overs because 24 is just not like many wins. Overs? I think like 24 is not like a lot of wins, really. Like, I don't think much over. I think they only win 25, 26 games. Mm. I don't know. But then you look at Danny and like, I'm just, I can't do unders on all three. I think that's, I'm going to zag a little bit. I think I'll go overs on him. I think they've got some decent guys. Um, Laurie Markin and shown what he can do. And I think lots of teams are going to take the night off against Utah. Yeah. And then they, they, they can ambush. But I think we'll get to the point where it's the end of the season and Sexton's out and Markinen's out and we're seeing a, a tough starting lineup of like, I don't know, Alexander Walker, Beasley, Vanderbilt, like Vanderbilt and Rudy Gay at centre or something. For those in the know and for those playing fantasy, Malik Beasley is a guy to pick up this year. He's going to put up a whole lot of empty stats on this team. There's a few fantasy guys on this team, I, I would imagine. There's going to be yeah. – someone's got to fucking score, right? Like, they'll at least get to – Jared like, Vanderbilt will grab 15 rebounds They'll at least season. get to 90 points, right? Like, you'd think. Yeah. I think Jared Vanderbilt might be a smoky for uh, defensive player of the year one of these years. Uh, I think yeah, he's I the new Jonathan Isaac. No, not on this roster, but in the next couple of years, I think he's he is what Jonathan Isaac wishes that he could go back to be. Yeah, the guy that plays. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> it doesn't just write books about religion. I'm I'm gonna say over, I guess, because I'm looking here. I think. OKC will be better at tanking. I think the Spurs will tank. I think the Rockets will do okay. So I think they're kind of in that mix. I think mm-hmm. they'll all roughly get because these overrunners are hard. Like if yeah, yeah. I mean it's a betting agency. They're, they're yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. I'm just going to go over just just to give a little bit of something different. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they had ten wins in like January. Yeah, I'm going to go unders. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be unders by much. I think maybe they win like 21 games this year. I just – there's not a lot of teams in the East that even scream out to me that they'll beat. Like Detroit's better than this team. Like, and, that, and that's fucking saying something. Like Detroit, who have been mediocre our entire lives, yeah, they're gonna be awesome. is better than this team. You know what I mean? And we'll get man. to it when we get to the East. But like the East is stacked. The West is stacked too. But like the, the top – the top 10, 11 teams in the East are fucking fantastic. And it's, and again, the top 12, 13 teams in the West are fantastic. So I just don't think that, like, I just don't think they win more than 21 games. I really don't. I, I don't think they'll have a win streak of more than three games for the entire year. They might not even have two. Yeah, I can see that. I just think that, and also Danny Ainge is really good at tanking. He is. Um, but, and now he's got all those assets. It's, it's, in his best interest to take. No, it is. And you Victor Webanyama is a freak. And, and maybe this is the year they go, uh, OKC go, ah, oh, fuck it. All right, we'll just kind of not tank as much. We'll be all right. And yeah. they, they win a few more games and them and Utah kind of swap positions. Mm, well, great segue there, my friend. Oklahoma City Thunder, the last in the Northwest Division. They're sitting, much like Utah, at 23 and a half games. Now you would hope that Shea Gildas-Alexander being out there for 60-plus games would win you more than 23 games. Um, but again, it's this is a stacked Western Conference. You know, you're probably beating Houston most nights, probably beating the Spurs most nights, but even then you could drop some. Um, Sacramento, you're probably beating 50% of the time. You'll sneak one against maybe the Blazers, maybe the Pelicans. The Lakers, they seem to be a bogey team for last year. I've got, I've got them on the overs, but not by much. Not by can much. I, can I go overs... OKC, okay, but I want to go unders now on Utah. 
I had like you, so you see. Yeah, because I had them the other. I had them the other way. Yep. I had them the other way, and if we had done them the other order, the OKC then Utah, I would have done this. I think, like looking at this team again, they've got a few guys that like Shay. I'm high on obviously our boy Josh, uh, Lou Dort. Yeah, this Jalen, both Jalen Williamson, Williams. Yep. Jalen Williams. Um, yep. J a l i n and a l e. Man, couple of trays in there. Couple of trays. Couple of J's. Yeah, Diang. I don't know about Poku. We'll see how that goes. But I don't mind Poku. Darius Baisley as well. Yeah. Oh, fuck me up with some Darius Baisley. Right. I think this team's going to be young. They showed some promise the last two years. It just depends on how hard Sam Hinkie wants to tank. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. Um, I, but I'll probably go over. I think they're out of that bottom four in the West of uh, Utah, them. Rockets and Spurs. I think they're better than the Jazz, and it's strange that people have the Jazz ranked higher. Yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. I think they're better than the Jazz. I don't think it's by much, but I honestly think if you swapped these numbers, if you put OKC at twenty four and a half and Utah at twenty three and a half, I would be hard pressed to pick an over under. Yeah, it feels like there's the wrong way, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like there there will only be a game or two in it. But I think that Oklahoma City being together. Like more of their roster being together for the longer period of time for the mm. last year, and I and, just and think if, I just think Josh Giddy's that good, to be honest. And I, and I always look at it, whereas if you get the two squads and you put them together, schoolyard draft style, I probably take two OKC players before I get to Sexton. Yeah, I probably go Shay and Josh, but I'm partial to Josh. I, will, I wouldn't be if someone said I take Sexton over Josh. You'd be like, yeah, that's wouldn't be too mad. Yeah, I, I, I'd get it, but I'd probably take two. Like out of the five, it'd probably be it'd probably go like Shay, Josh, Sexton, either Markinen or Dort. Nah, I'd be going. I'd be going Vanderbilt before one of them. Oh, Vandy, good. I'm, show. A, I'm a big Vandy guy though. Yeah, I, I, think, I know I think, I'm high on Vandy. I think having clearly the best player is probably going to help, especially it being Shay. And as you said, he's been around for a few years. Yeah, but as you said, out of the three, you know, two of them are from OKC, so you've got to you got to lend yeah. the lend the favor there. All right, let's push on. Do you want to go Southwest or Pacific next? Pacific, I think there's going to be a lot to talk about. So maybe we get the Southwest, Southwest out of the way. Southwest. Half Southwest are going to fucking suck. Okay, well, let's stay at the bottom of the table. The San Antonio Spurs, 22 and a half games. I've got them set at. Uh, I. <sighs> it's hard for me because I think Kelton Johnson might be the most improved player. I think there will be empty stats, but I don't know if they'll win more than 22 and a half games. Um, and if he's going to get most improved player, then they have to. So line is set perfect at twenty two. It is. It is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the overs, but only ever so slightly. Only ever so slightly. Um, which is tough considering everything that I've just said about Oklahoma City. But I think Utah and Houston are just going to be that bad that a couple of wins are going to trickle the way of the Thunder and the Spurs. Yeah, I'm having trouble with down the bottom. Up the top, I kind of got my mindset on. And I know who's going to be who, but yeah, last year the Spurs had 34 wins. They're at least 10 wins worse off, I would say. Um, the line set 22. Someone's got to really bottom out, and I think they're going to be probably the worst team in the conference. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take unders. I think. I think the worst team in the conference is going to have less than 22 wins. That's all I'm going on. Yeah. Well, less yeah. than 23 wins, really. I think the worst team's going to have less than 23. I think they're going to be the worst team. Like, they're starting five. Like, Trey jo- I'm a big Trey Jones guy. I love both Joneses. Yep. Evan Vassell, 
Doug McBuckets. I think I'm one of the only three people in the country to have a Doug McBuckets jersey. Keldon <laughs> uh, Johnson and Jakob Purdle. Like, I like Keldon Johnson. I like Jakob. Um, but, I mean, yeah. But they're not winning you a lot of games. I don't think Doug McDermott could really stop anyone on the perimeter. Defensively, people are just going to destroy these guys. He's another fantasy guy. He might average 20 this year, Doug. Yeah, I think he's going to – I think this team is going to have a lot of points put up. And they, they might score They might score a bit because they look kind of fun and kind of offensive. Um, kind so, of offensive, he reckons. Yeah. Kind of offensive. I think Josh Primo is going to have a big year as well. I think you're going to see a lot of Josh Primo rhetoric running around this year. I think Josh um, Richardson's going to swindle himself a trade as well. I think he's going to play really well for the first three months and they're going to ship him out. Well, he did that, and then he went to Boston and shut the. Yeah, people keep falling for this shit every year. Every year, there's like him and Jeff Green. Yeah, got to get this dude on my team. Gotta so get... you've got, sorry, you've got unders. I got unders. I think the worst team's going to have less than twenty three wins. I think they're going to be the worst team. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to the Houston Rockets. Another shit team. Uh, I'm going to take them unders. Uh, their line is set at 23 and a half, same as Oklahoma City. I'm taking unders purely on the fact that, I mean, they, they're going to look fun. They're going to be a league pass team, but they're, they're worse than Oklahoma City. Like, that's it at the end of the day. They're worse than Oklahoma City. Yeah, Jalen Green, Kevin Paul Jr., Fun, Alper Shangun. They have some guys I like. They have some guys I like in Jalen Green, Eric Gordon, Jabari Smith. Jashon Eric Gordon Clay. won't be there after Christmas, I don't think. Yeah, I do think that's going to happen too. I like Josh Christopher. Um, Jock Landale's playing too, which is great to see. I think uh, Landale's playing for the Suns. I think you're oh, fine. shit, yes, he did. Sorry, sorry. He's still yep. on his chart, but yes, you're right. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to go Probably gonna go unders, I reckon. Unders. What are they on there on 23 and a half? Yeah, I think they might be under a 20-win team. I think there'll be a game between them and the Spurs. I think they I think do. They, they just have a guy. I think they'll go unders, but I think they'll they'll beat the Spurs just on the fact they've got a guy like Jalen Green and Jabari Smith. And I know I'm not a fan of him, but Kevin Porter can like he can score. He can't do really anything else. But I don't know if he'll be there after Christmas either. Yeah, probably the best. There's a lot of talks of him being a terrible locker room guy. I mean, is that fucking surprising? No, not really. Is that like, since he's been 17, he's been a bad locker room. Yeah, guy. yeah that's very true. Doing like, and let's just give him millions of dollars. Set the set the shit on fire, and they're like, oh, everything burnt down. How did that happen? Yeah, wonder how. Well, check wonder it out. Yeah, I think yeah, we both got him unders for that. All right, well, so they have an elite, elite name on their team. Yep. Ty Ty Washington Jr. Ty Ty Washington, man, rookie this year. Ty Ty Washington Jr. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can bring to the fucking table. There are so many guards on that team, but too many guards. Yeah, losing Christian Wood, like it was best for the development of the team, but yeah, mm. obviously. Yeah. Obviously, I, I also will never get over the fact that Josh Christopher is not white. Yeah, that, that sounds like a very white name. It sounds like someone that plays for Miami and scores like five threes a game. Yeah. yeah, a la Duncan Robinson. Yes. <laughs> Except you don't think he scores five threes a game. Anyway, um, the New Orleans Pelicans <laughs> all in on Zion. The New Orleans Pelicans line, oh, you got overs early, is set to 44 and a half. Now, last 50-win team. 
50 win team. This team is so good, bro. This team. You're on crack. So last year they won 36 games. Uh, how is that even? Oh, that's right. Because they were the 10th. 10th seed or ninth seed and they beat my Clippers. But anyway, um, the New Orleans Pelicans, 44 and a half games. Yeah, I could see them definitely winning eight more games, 10 more games. Uh, I think, yeah, I think they're about a 46, 47 win team. So I'm going to take overs as well. Um, Zion looked tremendous today in um, like 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, He was just... Fucking fantastic. He was 27 on like 80% shooting. Yes. Like, yes, he has. Season. Yeah, yeah, he has. But um, today in like, I think it was like 17 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, 15 minutes of gameplay. He had 13 points, four rebounds, went four of six on the field, five of five from the free throw line, had a steal and had what I thought was a block, a tremendous chase down on um, Javon Carter. Uh, Javonte Green, sorry, Javon Carter, Javonte Green, and um, they called it a goaltend. It was a, that was a joke. That was an absolute joke. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Zion can bring this year. Uh, Brandon Ingram um, just needs to stay within his lane. They were ever since the CJ trade, they went uh, 500. I think they were 14 and 14. Um, CJ's going to take a step up. They're young guys: Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado. Um, Jackson Hayes, I think Jackson Hayes, Dyson Daniels, Australia's own. Like they're all they're going to take a step up, and a really underrated. Now I was worried how the guard rotation was going to work. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit worried, but I think a really underrated um, guy is Devonte Graham, and I think that he is going to come out and be just a fucking flamethrower. And I'm keen to see that. He's just going to chuck shots. He had nine points in four minutes today in a preseason <laughs> game. That, that shoots. And, I mean, that is – if I have one concern, it is that kind of quote-unquote traditional point guard role. Mm. Uh, but they have enough guys here who can handle it. I think they're going to be such a non-traditional team. It's going to yep. throw a lot of teams. They're going to win plenty of games like that. Like when 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 it's close to clutch game, end of the fourth, Who's going to bring the ball up? Like, is it going to be CJ? Is it going to be Brandon? Is it going to be Zion? Like, you don't know. You don't know what they're. You don't know what the play is going to be. They're, they're so versatile. Um, David Griffin seems like a great GM. Did you see the photo of him looking like a proud dad in front of yeah. Zion and um, CJ, looking like James Fisher Harris in the stands. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and even like Dyson Daniels, Devontae Graham, Jose Alvarado, all ball handlers. Yeah, all ball. Herb so, Jones can handle the ball a little bit. Yeah, and, and um, as you said, Devontae oh, Jackson Graham Hayes on a breakaway. Uh, Devontae Graham can shoot. So can Jose. They got shooters. They got defenders. They got length. They got ver- the versatility on this team is crazy. And keep Jonas out there and push Zion to the five. Go small ball, which I think eventually probably they'll have to do. Um, Jackson Hayes can come in. Larry Nance can play small ball five. I think this. I think they're just so versatile and they do everything you want a good basketball team to do. They score, yeah. They'll be able to score efficiently. They'll be able to move the ball, and they'll be able to defend with their length. That's everything you want from a from a good team. And I think they'll get fifty wins. Like you reckon, they'll get like mid forties. Yeah, mid to high forties. They were five hundred with less lead in and with no Zion. I think Zion's enough to get them because five hundred puts you at forty two. I think Zion's enough to boost that up to about fifty wins. Wow, huge. 
huge. I thought I thought me saying Portland would win more games than the Lakers would be the biggest call of today. But you're coming in saying the Pelicans would be a 50-win team. Like a 50-win team, that's nothing to snuff at. Holy Jesus. Uh, but we've both got overs on it's only six, that. It's only, it's only five and a half wins more than their line. I know, I know. And when you, you know, when you put into that context, yeah, sure. But it's like... Do you yeah. think there is... So, like, the Timberwolves... Um, uh, scheduled to be or predicted. I think to be I think they'll I think they'll win more games than the Timberwolves. I think they'll win more games than Timberwolves too. I agree. Yeah. That's where I got this. That's where I'm getting the 50 win. I think they'll win more than that, and I'm comfortable to say a game and a half is more than 48 and a half. So yeah. 50 is where I land. I think if you swap their numbers that they've got here, 48 and a half of the Timberwolves and 44 and a half of the Pelicans, it would be harder to call each of them. Much harder. I think it would be too. I think if you swapped them, I'd be tempted to go. I mean, it'd make the Timberwolves a lot harder because you could see him getting that low in playing spot. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they're going to be a, a really top seed. I think what, what one of the top teams, I think actually two of the top kind of teams in the West are going to take a step back this year. Mm. Like I said, there's, there, there's going to be wins there. I think the teams at the bo- bottom are going to be really bad. A few teams at the top take a step back, there's going to be wins. Well, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to win 56 games again. Utah certainly not going to win 49 again. Um, yeah, but San Antonio is not going to win 34 games. So there's games to be I'm had. Not winning 64. The yeah, the Suns probably won't win 64. Of all those teams that I just mentioned, though, I think that they're more likely to win 64 than the rest of them win what they were winning. I don't Honestly. know. I, I got a, I got a smoky for who I think wins the West. I know who wins the West. Don't worry about that, bro. I'm aware who wins the West. All right, let's push on. The Dallas Mavericks overs. Overs. So the Dallas Mavericks are at 48 and a half. I've got them over. Um, and they're not there yet, but they would be my closest thing to a lock that's not a lock for the top four. They are going to – I think they're going to be fifth – um, for me, but I've got them. I've got them overs. What? Where do you have the Dallas? I mean, just Luka Doncic is just so yeah, fucking good. Um, I think that I think that this signing of Christian Wood is severely underrated. I know you're losing Jalen Brunson, but the scoring you will hopefully pick up in Tim Hardaway Jr. You do need to find. Actually, I don't even think you need to find a ball handler. I think you just need to use Luka the way that Luka needs to be used. Um. And yeah, you have two guys in your starting lineup in Luca and Spence who can um, handle the rock. Not to like, mention, yeah, the the Kristaps Porzingis upgrade in Spencer Dinwiddie and the Latvian laser Davis Bertans. Hopefully, he gets that calibrated in the offseason. <laughs> uh, look, I do think. What do you think about this depth? This depth chart on ESPN. I'm looking at fucking has Javale starting over Christian Wood. Um, surely you start. Wood at the four. I think I think be due to what we know about Christian Wood, you would start Christian Wood. I think it's either that or Christian Wood leaves. <laughs> Christian, Christian Wood this year could push for being an all star. I think I if, think he could too. He just needs to buy. You need him to buy in and hundred percent. Luca could make him an all star. I think I said it last year. I think this team is going to have to spend the next however long Luca's there, next ten years, next twelve years. The main, like t- look for talent, but look for guys that can play in a Luca system. 
Bro, have Luca in every single meeting. Exactly. I think that's honestly it. Because if you have a guy, if you bring in a guy like Christian Wood, he doesn't get along with Luca. You just wasted bringing in a guy like Christian Wood. Oh yeah, that needs to be the priority. Um, and I'm not saying you should tailor. A whole team should tailor around one guy. But if you got Luca, you got the you got these top caliber guys. You do that. Tailor around that guy. Okay. Um, what's the what's the run again? Forty eight. Forty eight and a half. I'm gonna take over. Really tough. I think they're gonna be high forties. Um. You don't think they tickle 50 wins? They might. It, it just all depends on Luca so much. Like they look really thin once you take Luca out of this. You reckon? Yeah. Like if you say Luca's gone, you're replacing that point guard spot with or that guard spot, whatever, whatever he plays. because um, the one I'm looking at has him listed at point, Spencer at shooting guard. You got like Tim Hardaway Jr. coming in. They didn't the ball handler, and that's why it was a bit. Or, of a, or maybe yeah, you're right. Bit of a slap in the face when they didn't get someone like Goran Dragic, yeah, or someone like that. Seems such an easy one, but uh, fifty. I I want to go overs. I want to. I really do. I think fifty fifty one is a good number for them. I'm going to go overs for them. I think they'll. I could see him just scraping in over this into like the forty nine fifty. Alibar. Yeah. I think if they get over 50 wins or a top four seed, I think it's going to be hard pressed to deny Luca this year. Yeah. 50, 55 for, wins and he's the MVP. People are looking for, and I think, I think 52, 55 is definitely in the running still. And I think people want a new MVP and people, we have this habit of crowning guys a year early. Yeah. This, this has year early Luca written all over it. Oh, it does. It's got a big year early year, narrative. And then the year after he comes out and plays better and we go, well, we gave it to him last year. He did Got to give it to him this year. year. Got to give it to him this year. Mm, mm. All right. The Memphis Grizzlies, 48 and a half. Now, for me, this one is tough. So I'm going to swing to you first, my guy. This Memphis is, Grizzlies, 48 This is really tough, man. Because I looked at it and I went, they had, they had 56 wins. I reckon they'll be high 40s. I had them at about 47, 48 wins in my head before this. Jeez. So this is like right on the money. All right, Mr. DraftKings. Um, well, I didn't – I thought – I was like they're kind of at a 15. I just think I always get a bit hesitant when teams are more than the sum of their parts. Mm. It never feels sustainable. Yep. Um, and even looking at this team, like it's very similar to that. Like they only lost, what, Carl Anderson really. That's a pretty big loss though. It's dude. a big loss though because you look at that, they're, they're like – perimeter rotation next and like the same thing this starting five can hang with pretty much anyone in jar desmond dylan brooks brandon clark and adams and then kind of off the bench your big guns are tyce jones john concha and zaire williams and you're kind of like oh that's not as deep as i remember them being yeah yeah you, but know you, know got, I mean? you got guys like xavier tillman um jaron jackson jr yes is going to be out to december but it's i did forget injury. about jaron actually that makes me feel a little bit better but yeah but the thing is it's a foot injury and yeah, if, K- if KD is anything to fucking show us about how bad foot injuries are, he may not be back in December like they're thinking that he's going to be. And that's, yeah, and that's what? That's 25 games. John Moran is John Moran. And as I said, he's my smoky for MVP. If they, if we are to crown a new one, I think it's coming out of the West. I think it's either Luca or Jar. Um, if we are to dip back into the world, then it's it's it could be Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis is going to have a fucking agenda this year. But um, yeah, Jar Morant. It, you know, if it's twenty five games without Jaron Jackson Jr., I can see them winning. I don't know, fifteen of them, 
17 of them. Desmond Bain's going to be great. Yeah, I'm probably um, going to go over, but I'm talking like 49 out of like 49 over 48 and a half. I really think they're going to scrape in on that number. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to zag, man. I'm going to go slightly under. Okay. I feel like I have given a few of those lower teams um unders. Yeah. Which means I need to get those need to put those wins somewhere. Yeah. And I think I think that do it. Like if Jars consistent, as you said, those guys are still good there, um, and maybe they get a push when um, Jaron Jackson comes back. But I'll probably go. I think barely. I think they could be like they're one of the fifty win teams. I think probably. Yeah, but I think they're, they're in and around this, the mix. This one would I would not put anything on this. I would just yeah. I don't feel good about that. No, I don't feel it's bad, bad juju, bad juju. All right, let's push on to the Pacific Division, the last division for those playing along at home uh we'll start from the bottom because it just makes sense the sacramento kings are sitting at 33 and a half wins i will say this it looks pretty good with demontis sabonis they have a defensive minded coach in mike brown if they can get De'Aaron fox to buy into defense i think he has a good bounce back year keegan murray looked all right today however I don't know if they win more than 34 games. I don't think they do. I think that I think this is obviously like right on the money. I think that they win between 29 and 31 games. So I'm going to go unders. They won 30 games last year. Do you think they're four games better than they were last year? No. They get no, Sabonis and Fox for a full season. They get Keegan Murray. They get Kevin Herter. They're gonna they're gonna score a lot of points, but they're gonna struggle on defense. They're like they're like washing the Washington Wizards of the West. Yeah, this one, I'm, part of me wants to say over. I could see him getting 35, 36 wins competing for a play-in. I really could. Mm. I think this – it's hard looking at all these different fucking ladders and, and standings and shit. My brain's getting all muddled. But <laughs> That's because you're only used to 16 teams, baby. Now you got to deal with 30. I know. I know. Um, Fuck it. I'll probably go over. I could see him get 35 wins. Go over. Overs. Wow. It wouldn't Overs surprise the me if they made it wouldn't surprise me if they made a move mid-season um and pick someone else up. Yeah, I just don't think they have enough defense to win more than 33 and a half games, to be honest. So bonus is a turnstile. Um Darren Fox. Like the, the only defender they have in their starting lineup is uh Davion Mitchell. Like you, know, you, know what they say, you know what they say, defense wins championships, offense wins you a whole lot of meaningless games in February. So, Well, I don't even know if they're going to win them a whole lot of meaningless games in February. You know what I'm saying? Like, I reckon they will. I reckon these bad teams are going to fucking suck, man. They'll win a couple. Like, they'll beat all those bad teams probably. Like, really. Yeah. Like, you got but, then, two- but Sacramento's not better than Detroit either. Detroit's yeah. my yardstick, bro. Yeah, but but Sacramento's play- not better than are we Detroit. Sure? Are we sure they're, like, not that much – Worse than Detroit. Like Detroit's going to be good, but they're not that. How many are Detroit going to win? Detroit has Sadiq Bay, bro. How many? How many get like? I know we're not doing these, but realistically, like, what are Detroit? Uh, I reckon Detroit win anywhere between thirty-five and thirty-seven. I don't know. They're much worse, but they're yeah. Worse I was going to say Detroit. at that point, it's I, I reckon they, they've got it, and they to me, it's the mindset of we're trying to win. Like a few of those bad teams, you. you Get a handful of losses because they want to lose. This one, I think you get a couple of wins because you've got that mindset. In these close games with tanking teams, they're not going to let that go. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, I think they'll be better. 33, like this is the most they've looked all right. The Matthew Delavadova thing is still insane. Yeah, that he wasn't even the best guard on his team in NBL. Yeah, but he's a Mike Brown seems to like him. Yeah, that was it. I forgot he was the coach of the Kings, and I saw that, and I was like, okay, he's just like an extra coach for like De'Aaron and Davion. And I was listening Matt to No Dogs today, and Lee Ellis said that Matt Delavadova was like their Patrick Beverly signing. I was like, what? Pat Beverly is at least like at least a second stringer. Yeah, but I think he meant for like defensive dog. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's more of a coaching role. I think it's more yeah, of a I think so too. coaching and culture thing. I doubt he plays really, right? Like if he's out there, then fucking unders. But <laughs> um, shout out to the goat. Yeah, yeah shout, out, shout out to the tinny goat. We love you. All right, the LA Lakers. They're sitting at 45 and a half. Fuck, this is tough, man. I know we've said they're all tough, but besides Dallas, no one else depends on like one guy being healthy as much as this. Oh, I know. I know. And is this the year that LeBron's age finally catches up to him? No. You, never <laughs> you know, is to, will, will Russell Westbrook be here after December? Like, what's Kendrick the, can't ever play a game. Well, I, again, I heard someone trying to make the argument the other day that Kendrick Nunn is going to be an underrated scoring guard for them and he's going to be like elite. And I was like, are you fucking Why sweet? Why are you chatting to a friend of the show, Josh Wood, today? <laughs> I was not chatting to a friend of the show, Josh Wood. No, the Woody, the Woodpecker. I was, uh, I was not chatting to him. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a tough listen. It was another podcast. It was a tough listen, but um, yeah, I just, I don't know. A, a huge part of me is like, if you get sixty games with LeBron and AD, like you're going to win more than forty-five of them, but. Yeah, that's why I'm giving him kind of under. But and I must say, this team, I like it more than last year's somehow. It's de- it's deeper than last year, you know. I Lonnie Walker, but I do because like we have talked about pieces. like Pat Beverly and Dennis Schroeder, um, JTA, Thomas Bryant. We like, and I do think I even like Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yep. Um, I think there's probably a Westbrook trade as well where they get some good fucking pieces back. And then maybe we're looking like, I guess you get something, right? Like it all seems to be there. Do you think that they eventually pull the trigger on the Indiana trade, get Miles Turner and Buddy Heald back for Westbrook the 2027 and 2029 first? I think they might do something. I think they honestly Mm. might. I think LeBron's given them a big sign of his future by extending, signing that extension. Um, and I know even if they don't get some, even if they don't get that back for Westbrook, even if they get like something that's like a plus, it's still mm. So you've got them overs? I go overs. I think I agree. It's just like it, this is all with the caveat of like if they get injured, then it's going to be a bad season. But I mean, yeah. See, I'm, I'm really struggling there. to think that they're twelve wins better than last year. Mm. Like, last I really, year was. I, a- I, I Last like year their was depth. the season from hell. Last year was like the season. For, I think that was the basement that they're going to get to last year. They were just – everything was so bad last year, like from the media to the Westbrook fit to injuries to like LeBron doing LeBron shit. But now he's like re-signed. AD's like slimmed down. Looks like he's a bit more motivated. I don't know. I just got to, got to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Like they won a championship, what, two years ago? Yeah. There's a bubble, the Mickey Mouse ring. Uh, but it's not really. Like two years ago, 
Um, yeah, I know it was with a different team, but I think they're close to that anyway. And I think they'll trade Westbrook for an addition. So I think that's going to push them above that. I don't think they're probably much more than 45, but I think they're more than 45. Uh, I'm going to go by a mantra. I'm going to stick to my takes. I'm going to say under. Um, I just don't, I can't see it. You just, don't want him. you just don't want him to be good. That's what no, I, mean. I couldn't care. I couldn't care uh, less. The, the big brother lives rent-free in your head, my friend. <laughs> he does not. He does not. Uh, all right, moving on. The reigning NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors, are sitting at a 51 and a half. I forgot they were in this division. I thought you were going to go Clippers or um, Suns then. And no. I was like, are you okay, bro? Are you sweet, bro? Yeah, I was like, what? But yes, of course, the Warriors. The Warriors. <laughs> uh, 51 and a half. Over or under, my friend? Or do you need me to go first? Because I have my answer locked and loaded. Probably over. Yeah, overs. I've got Probably overs over. for this. Like they, the, only con- the only concern I have is mm. that last year, they had 53 wins and they played fucking amazingly. Can they do that again? Because they need to get to that level again to do that. But I think they probably will. I think they get improvements from um, the come bucket. Wiseman, if he gives them anything, that's an addition. Yep. To Michael Green and Dante DiVincenzo, I like. The big ragu. Yeah, Moody can give them something. I'm yep. going to go over, man. They're too good. I mean, Clay's looked a bit down, but there's, they got so many guys. Can... But another season another season for Clay under his belt. He's had a full season now. Yeah, I think I he think comes that's... in more relaxed. Yeah. Steph is just fucking seemingly – he's on that, like, LeBron rise right now where he's, like, 34 years old and just keeps getting better. And, and he like, looked good fuck? last year. Like, I agree. I, I would find – I don't think they're worse than last year. I'll look at it like And that. the ultimate caveat to all of this – Draymond Green is in a contract year. Yeah. That man's gone for a DPOY. And with a guy like Wiseman next to him who can cover his weak side, I really think he can get it. Even fucking Kavon Looney played well at the end of last right. year. And yeah, Kavon Looney, like, like, like uh, yeah, go I'm, 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 I'm looked into overs for this. I, I, think th- I don't think they're any worse than last year. They had 53 wins last year. So if they at least hit that bar again, then yeah. These guys are a lock for me in the top four. Who did who did DiVincenzo replace? Peyton? Like Nico Mannion, Peyton. Yeah. Oh, Nico Mannion might still be on the team. No, I don't think he is. Gary uh, Payton the second, probably. Yeah, he's Gary Payton the second. I was trying to think of whose minutes he's gonna take. It's gonna be Gary Payton's minutes. I don't think I don't think the big regular is gonna get many minutes. I think Moses Moody's gonna slide right into those um Gary Payton minutes. Yeah, because no, I, because I, Moody I think, can guard one through five. Yeah, but I think Dante will get the end of season stuff. I think he'll get the playoff stuff. I think they'll trust the experience of a guy who's already won a championship. Mm, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I mean, by the time we get to the end of the season, I mean, Moses Moody yeah. has won a championship too. I mean, it's, I'll have you know. Okay, they um, share the same amount of rings. Yeah, but not all rings are equal. Yeah, Dante wasn't doing shit. No, he's not more than the Moses stuff. No, he was yes, not. Just kidding. You don't have rocks in your. No, head. he was not. Yes, How many minutes did Moses Moody play compared to Dante that year? I think it was like four v nine. Double more than double, he reckons. <laughs> so his ring is it's almost worth two. Oh my god! Sound of it. But All right, yeah. let's push on. I let's think he'll take on. a few of those. He'll take those minutes in the big games. I think. I think Iggy, Iggy obviously takes like a big back seat, yeah. and I think Michael Green as well as a little back. Kuminga. Oh, yes. Yeah, him as a him as a little Draymond light. 
like just that. a little energy. Just go on and like give us five, ten minutes. He played well for Denver last year, bro. He had yeah, a good I year. I like last that. Year. This, I'm definitely locked into overs. Mm. This throws my um, this throws my who wins the West into question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next team, the Los Angeles Clippers, fifty-two and a half. Are you going to get more than sixty-five games out of Kawhi and Paul George? I say yes. I say overs. I say John Wall is going to have a fucking fantastic year. I say Reggie Jackson going back to a six-man role is going to have a fantastic fucking year. I say Avicii Zubac is going to have a fucking fantastic year. Nick Batum playing that point forward role. Oh, I'm hard for it. I'm ready. Luke Kennard. Bro, we have we have two teams. We are arguably the deepest team in basketball, and we win Near 60 games, I think. I'm going overs. Yeah, I'm, I'm going overs. I think Clippers win the West. I do think Clippers win the West as well. They're my, they're my, they're my, I mean. You you even look at their second, they're like, quote, unquote, third string. It's in like Ter- Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, Amir Coffey. Like, Does everybody forget that Terrence Mann had like 39 yeah, the other no, year? I don't, I don't. Utah? I'm like, that's insane. And I think I agree. John Wall seems like he's bought in. Stormin Norman's in there. I Stormin Norman, Roko. I hate <laughs> both Morris brothers, but man, like Marcus Morris Senior looks good, and mm-hmm. they're they're so versatile too. Like if I gave props to the Pelicans for being versatile, these guys are as well. They can play with a couple of guards. They can play with heaps of wing. They can play with all wing guys if they really wanted to. They have. They can go small ball center. They really found something there in Batum and Covington. I think they're gonna win the. Um, I think they're gonna win the West. They're gonna be motivated. It's just the Kawhi thing. If you can get enough games from him, man, and we haven't you get, seen. If you get sixty-five from Kawhi, I reckon you get near seventy-five from PG. I think you win near sixty of those games. Yeah, I honestly like, do. I, you know, I'm not a Kawhi guy, but I think he's gonna come back motivated. He's got a lot of rest. He's got no excuses this year. He's got to come nah. out and, and he's um, looking thick. Yeah, I, I, think they, I think the Clippers push him. I think it's a close race up the top. It probably goes down to the last few days or even last week of the mm. season. But I think the Clippers can get um, home court. Yeah, I, I really think so. Yeah. And I know I said it last year, injuries derailed us. And I think we had a fucking fantastic year last year. I mean, we're not even thinking about – we are not even we haven't even discussed the most integral part to the Clippers, and that is their coach, Tyron Lue. Like – borderline coach of the year last year for everything that he did for those Clippers. I mean, we won fucking 42 games. We didn't have either of our all-stars for more than 50% they're, of our um, games. Like, they're division favorites in on play-up. That doesn't surprise me. They might even be championship favorites. Mm, let me look. And if they're not, you and I need to be talking about check-ins and savings. Well, they're, they're, they've got the, the third best odds, but they're like fifth. I think it's the big order. Yep. $8 behind their own $8 with the Nets and the Celtics. I like them better than both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're behind the Bucks and the Warriors, who I think they will battle with. So there's a yeah. value. There is some value there, but I could definitely see a Clippers Celtics final. I still think Nuggets for $19 is fucking decent value too. That is, yeah, that's unreal value. Let's push on. Last team in Pacific, and then let's get the fuck out of here. Um, the Phoenix Suns, 52 and a half, the same as the Clippers. Where do you have the Phoenix Suns? Do you have them overs or unders? Dead silence. Unders. Unders. He's going unders. 
I think there's so much shit going on, man. Yeah. They just, I think they're just going to be a big, yeah, I think they're just going to be a big drop-off team. And I think the Clippers, Golden State, De- like these top teams that we've kind of got where I've got like Memphis and Dallas, Pelicans, Lakers, I think they're going to take all these wins. I think the Suns are going to really struggle. Like they won last year just by grinding teams out. Yep. I think mentally that takes a lot out. And they're they're one of these teams a lot like the Grizzlies too, where all of a sudden they look a lot less deep. Yep. Their backups are kind of what campaign who played well, Landry Shamit, Tory Craig, um, Dario Saric and Bismack Biombo. As you said, they got Jock Landale. Dario Saric coming back is actually going to be huge for them. Do not underrate that. Does Josh Okoji play for them? He's on this depth chart. Um. He might have signed there, actually. I thought he was still oh, with the Timberwolves. I hate that shit. I thought he was still with the Timberwolves. Same. I hate that. Let me yeah. just have a – let me do a quick little shirt. Um, I hate for that. No, he is on the Suns. Oh, I hate that. Why? I'm starting him on the Suns. I think this Suns team is going to go through some, like – if I had to do an equivalent, like an NRL, we always do the NRL to NBA equivalent. I think they're going to be like the manly. Oh, I think they're just going to wow. have a lot going on, man. Like the DeAndre thing doesn't fill me with confidence. Like if you lose DeAndre, like that front court's just not built for it. Yeah, the, like I think the loss lose, of Javale McGee is huge yeah, for them. Huge. Like their backup centers, like Biombo or Saric, or I love Landale, and he should probably get some minutes, but. You're in trouble there. And it's like Chris Paul is – I'm not too worried about the Chris Paul thing. His game's going to age fine. It is what it is. Mm. Devin Booker is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Mikhail Bridges do it again. Cam Johnson, nothing special, I don't think. He's okay. Mm. Um, and the DeAndre – and I think all the Sava stuff, I think the DeAndre 18 contracting, I think how they lost. I think losing to the Adelaide 76, 36ers, what is going on? Like, yeah, what is doing there? Yeah. I know it's preseason, but, man, this team looks like it's in a dive. I think I actually think fifty two and a half is like a very good number for them. I think um, get, I think they might get I think they might get high forties to fifty. They might get a fifty win team. They still got two guys who are at an all star level in Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and a third guy in Aiton who could get there. But it's just everything else, and it's a lot of off court stuff as well that doesn't. Yeah. They're just a, they're just a Chris Paul or a Devin Booker injury away from really really struggling. Yeah, I don't like the Aiton vibes. I don't. I, I really bad don't like juju that. It gives about, me big guys there, vibes. Yeah. I get bad juju about um, Chris Paul. He's had uh, a lot of good in-season injury luck. His postseason injury luck sucks, but he's had a lot of good in-season injury luck, and I think that that's going to catch up to him. I'm not going to lie. Well, so. if, if they lose one of them, right, you've got campaign or Shamit or maybe Tory Craig start. Like, that's not good. It's not – Good enough, I don't think. Mm, mm, I don't think so either. <laughs> All right, my guy. I think that's where we leave it. Uh, let's do a quick rundown now on the dock in front of you. Movie Magic. The other people at home won't see it, obviously, or wherever you're listening to this, but it will be up on our socials at some point today. I'm the first column, so I'm going to go first. I've got the Phoenix Suns under 52.5. Clippers over 52.5. Warriors over 51.5. Nuggets over 49.5. The Grizzlies under 48 and a half. The Mavericks over 48 and a half. The Timberwolves under 48 and a half. The Lakers under 45 and a half. 
the Pelicans over 44.5, the Blazers over 39.5, the Kings under 33.5, the Jazz under 24.5, the Oklahoma City Thunder over 23.5, the Rockets under 23.5, and and the Spurs over 22.5. My guy. All right, so we agreed on a few. I was under the Suns on 52.5 as well. I was over on the Clippers on 52.5, over on the Warriors on 51.5, over mm-hmm. on Denver on 49.5, over on the Grizzlies at 48.5, over on the Mavs 48.5, under on the Timberwolves 48.5, over on the Lakers 45.5, over on the Pellies 44.5, under on the Blazers 39 and a half over on the Kings 33 and a half under on the Jazz 24 and a half over on the OKC Thunder 23 and a half under on the Houston 23 and a half and under on the Spurs 22 and a half. So it looks like I think that besides the Sun, these top besides the Suns, these top teams are going to be really good. Yeah. Which I think yeah. I think you'll need at least like what did you need last year to get into the West playoffs? To get into the playoffs in the seventh seed, you needed 46. It would not surprise me if that went up a touch this year, if you needed like 48. 48, yeah. Like 48 is kind of the number I'm thinking to lock up that mm. seventh seed. Yeah. Um, I just think that even then it's not a lock, it's the it's the play-in. You know Seven's playing, isn't it? Yeah. Seven to I ten hate, is the play-in. I hate that, man. We'll get to your play-in rants later in the year. Can I tell you what's worse than the play-in? What's worse? Tournament dumb shit. <laughs> workshop it, my guy. We'll get to it later in the year. We've got, got, <laughs> we got plenty of time to cover. The season is young. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on our Western Conference uh, over-unders. Let us know how we did. Let us know how you feel. Jump on the YouTubes. We're on the YouTubes now, so subscribe there. Jump on the TikToks on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks. Where else can people jump, my friend? Not off a bridge. I totally missed that. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. Oh, my goodness. I was looking at something on the the research. What was that? Uh, Yeah, it's all right. I was doing my thing. People can also jump on the cover, the (laughs) cover.com.au for all great articles. Head to the cover AU, Instagram. Praise be to them. Praise be to the doc guy, the socials guy, and to the Sherpa who we miss on a fucking Friday Eve. And we will see you on Monday for the Eastern Conference. Maybe a special guest. You never know. See you then. <laughs>